Welcome to the Expert Speak Podcast with Michael DeLon. Each episode features a leading expert who shares helpful insights, practical tips, and memorable stories that will inspire you, educate you, and help you enjoy more success, freedom, and purpose in your life. For the next few minutes, enjoy listening to Expert Speak with Michael DeLon. And welcome to another episode of Experts Speak. I am Michael DeLon. Today I'm talking with Kirk Teach Out. And Kirk, first of all, thank you, sir, for spending some time with me and being my guest. Yeah, thanks for having me on, Michael. You are welcome. It's going to be a, a great conversation. Uh, Kirk um, helped his wife. Um, she's a dentist. Helped her. She bought a practice, and together they grew that thing to a seven-figure business, multiple seven figures. They've helped other people do the same, following this framework that he has. And we're going to talk about that because it's it's not necessarily just that framework, but it's it's the culture that he helps you build and how do you get your employees to buy in and so many other fun conversations. So um, let's let's dive in, Kirk, and tell me how in the world did you get doing what you're doing today? Yeah, that's that's actually an interesting question, right? So as you can see behind me, there's guitars, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm a music producer by trade up till about four years ago when my wife was like, hey, if I buy a practice, will you help me? Um, I had run businesses before and uh, built businesses myself in the music industry, learning yeah. marketing, learning logo design, all sorts of stuff. So she was like, will you help me? I'm like, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I want to support you. Obviously, you know, as a dentist, you're going to make a little bit more than me. Um, yeah. so we'll, uh, we'll see what we can do. And so I helped, um, and then six months later, COVID hit. Mm. Um, but in that tragedy and, and craziness and chaos was when we figured out what we wanted to do and how we were going to do it because we were shut down for two months. Right. And you know, when you're in the grind, it's hard, like, you know what you need to do, yeah. but you don't do it. So when we had that downtime to actually think it through and implement things, it made all the difference, which is how we are where we are today. Dude, the, those two words right there is a they're they're a podcast in and of themselves. Think and implement. Yeah. And I cannot tell you how many business owners don't do that. And you know this to be true because they're so busy mm -hmm. doing things. They don't take the time to sit and think about okay, what is it that I want? Clarity on on that destination, and thinking about the the what's in the gap, what's keeping me, and then implementing things. So let's talk about that. What what did you guys uh, discern? Let's talk about your business, how you grew that. Yeah. What are some of the things that you realized you wanted and what are some things you implemented? Sure. I mean, the biggest thing was, you know, as a female dentist, my wife, you know, she wanted to be home with the kids. Like everybody was like, oh, COVID, it's such a terrible thing. She was like, I loved it. I was at yeah. home with the kids, taking them on walks every day, playing in the cove where we lived and playing in the gravel and stuff. Like she was like, I'm in heaven right now. <laughs> so like, how can I replicate that? Right. Yeah. But still create the income and the lifestyle that we wanted and not really conform to these societal structures of, oh, we have to work four days a week. We have to work five days a week, six days a week, capture every patient that comes to our business because we have this fear that like if we don't get that one emergency patient in on a Friday, then we're just going to fail, right. right? But we looked at it pragmatically. We we're like, okay, this is what we want. This is how we're going to do it. And and we we sat down and like, okay, we want to come back at three and a half days a week. We asked the team, if we come back at three and a half days a week, they'd only know us for six months. Would you be okay with that? And they were like, yeah, yeah, that would be great. I, I think it'd be cool. I'd be like, okay, we're not paying you more. We're just 
going to cut back on hours. Um, yeah. And they were like, yeah, you know, let's, let's see if it works. And so they bought into it. And I, I mean, I would tell you to this day, if we asked them to work on a Thursday afternoon or a Friday, they would push back. They wouldn't show up. Like yeah. they just wouldn't uh, because that's the culture we've created. And it's so beautiful to see how uh, the different energy was from four days a week, even to cutting those four hours in the afternoon. Um, it was a night and day difference of the culture and the energy of the office uh -huh. because they had an extra afternoon to do their grocery shopping, their errands, all those things, do their appointments that they need to with their kids. Um, so that way they had more time to spend on the things they wanted to in the weekend instead of one or two days. Mm -hmm. And we saw a massive jump in our numbers the next month because we had more energy. We were working harder. We were having to get really efficient in the time we were there. And a few months later, uh, or several months later, really, uh, that next year, my wife had a baby okay. and when she was on maternity leave and she was like, okay, we've been doing three and a half. What if I only come back on three days a week? So the team is still there on that half day on Thursday, but I'm only going to be there on Thursday or on Monday through Wednesday. Okay. And we did it and we saw another massive increase in our productivity just because we had to learn how to be super efficient in those times that we were there. Uh, and a lot of people think, oh yeah, you're just working longer days on those. No, I'm not. We're working 8.30 to 4.30 on Monday through Wednesday with an hour lunch. So like, and, and yet we are able to outpace well above average dentists with huge teams on a very small team on three days a week. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So good. Everybody's listening to this going, yeah, my, it won't work for my business. My business is different. And, and, and I'm here to tell you it will work, right? I've, yeah. I've seen other people do it. We do it in our company. We we're down to, I'm down to four days a week and uh, I joined strategic coach. Yep. And he teaches the same kind of philosophy because you're right. If you're there three, three and a half days a week, you are super laser focused, but you can be that way because you, you've got three, three and a half days to recuperate, regenerate, have yeah. fun, get everything done. Now you're ready to go. That's culture. And I think a lot of business owners don't, don't think about that way. And they don't see the, the connection from culture to bottom line. Can unpack right. that a bit of, of your team and why they just love that so much. Yeah. Well, I mean, part of it is because of the vision that we sold them, right? Yeah. So when we came in and and I, my grandparents can tell you, my mom can tell you, my my wife can tell you, like, I love selling a vision. Like, I absolutely love it. I'm a big dreamer. Um, and, and they've always known that about me. Uh, my wife brings me down, you know, out of the clouds yeah. quite yeah. a bit. Um, but if you don't have a big enough vision you're never going to do something like this. Amen. You're just not. And, you know, that big vision and, and implementation of that vision really determines how good of a leader you are as well. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if you can develop your leadership skills, be able to sell that vision and people want to follow you, yeah. then you can create whatever you want. So like this year, we're trying to do the same thing on two days a week when my wife's coming back from this maternity leave. Right. Uh, to get ultra efficient. And, but like you were saying, it comes still back down to culture. It does. You know, if, if uh, you're not able to raise your leadership skills, um, I like to quote the 21 irrefutable laws of leadership. Uh, that first chapter is so integral and it's the law of the lid. Yes. 
you know, if you're a six out of 10 as a leader and you have a bunch of sevens or eights out of tens and leadership in your, um, you know, in your organization, then they're never going to follow you. Right. You have to raise your lid, your leadership lid above your team. So that way they will, they'll follow you into the trenches and into the, the war to be able to fight that battle uh, every single time. And, and time and time again, we make sure that, that we are, you know, taking care of them Good. and serving them instead of us dictating and them serving us. I'm so glad you said that because that I think that's one of the keys that business owners miss is you and your wife walked in and said, what do you think about going to three and a half days a week, getting their buy-in, right? Not Instead of saying, here's what we're doing. And oh, by the way, you get a pay cut. No, you've got it. You, I mean, I, I look at our team and I said, that's my number one customer yeah. is my team. And I want my team to serve our clients the way I serve them. Mm -hmm. And I think when we do that, we get better buy-in. We get, we get all of them and they get motivated to come to work to help us achieve whatever that big vision is because – most companies don't have a big vision, Kirk. You know that. No, they don't. And it's really sad. That's why I love having people like you on my podcast. It's like, okay, let's go yeah. get the world, right? Yeah. Um. All right. So, so let's talk about that. So, so you've got a you've got a vision, and sure. I was reading in scripture the other day, and it's it's in Mark chapter nine, and, and Jesus is talking to this guy, and, and the guy says, "Hey, can you heal my son?" And and Jesus is like, "All things are possible to one who believes." Yeah, that, that last word really hit me. It's like I can have a big vision, but if I don't really believe it, I'm not going to implement it. Right. Right. So how do how have you done some um, you've done some fun compensation things with your team, bonus structures yeah. and things to help them get more buy in. Explain some of that, because I think that's another element the business owners miss. Yeah. So, you know, before I get to that, I want to touch sure. on the scripture you just you pointed sure. out. Right. Like Jesus was the ultimate servant. Right. Right. So the number one book, I, I have bought it more than a hundred copies for people. Um, don't reach out to me. I won't buy everybody a copy. <laughs> I have, I have bought over a hundred copies of this book. I really need to talk to the authors about it, but the go-giver. Yes. It's about servant leadership. Obviously Jesus was the greatest of servant leaders. Yeah. Um, but that was what changed my mindset towards business in general, which has allowed us to do what we do in creating that culture. And that's the reason why Jesus was able to create that culture was because of his servant leadership. Yeah. And, you know, it's not that sometimes you don't have to say, no, this is how it is. I'm not going to ask you every time, but getting their input, their buy-in sometimes, and then also allowing them to empower them to be a better leader as well. Um, but leading into what you were saying about these bonus structures and different things, the word incentivization is very important, right? So as business owners, we're incentivized to work harder than anyone else because it's our baby. It's our yeah. business, right? Yeah. So what we do is we find ways to incentivize the team, like obviously through different things, like, like we on, you know, February 14th on Valentine's day, like we'll buy them like little baskets with cool stuff in it. Every so often holidays, like we'll get them stuff, July 4th, different stuff. But the way that we're able to really incentivize and drive results is through our bonus system and our daily goals. Mm. Um, so for easy numbers, you know, if we do a $10,000 day, you know, that means that we've, we've provided enough value to our patients that, you know, turns into that $10,000 day. But when they hit that $10,000 day, 
Then we have this spinny wheel thing that I got on Amazon that has a 25, 50, 75, and $100 amount on it all over the wheel on different, like just all over. And if we hit that $10,000, then they can spin that wheel the next morning at our morning meeting. Mm -hmm. And if they spend $100, then every single person on the team gets that $100. Not split, that $100. So everybody gets $100 for the day. And I calculated that based off of where our, our payroll percentage is at 20%. So, you know, your overhead, you got to make sure that your, your payroll is right. in check. Um, but it's based off of that. So where our actual goal is, that's that's where it is. And anything above that, it is that. If we go to where it's at 15%, they can take the 25 off. So even if they spend a 25, we respend. Mm-hmm. And then at a certain percent, at 10%, then they can automatically get a hundred no matter what, like they don't have to spend. It's just a hundred dollars in their pocket. And what that does is it empowers them to search for things without me having to think about it. Mm -hmm. So they're looking to see who needs x-rays. They're looking to see who has treatment that's pending. They're looking to see all these things in these patients and it's not to grab money, but it is to make sure that we're providing the best care for the patient. Yes. So we're proactively trying to help the patient instead of reactively trying to help the patients when they come in because they have a tooth problem or something. Absolutely. So in trying to incentivize your your team um, with a good structured bonus system is an amazing way to give them ownership, Yes. which leads into our monthly bonus. So if we collect for easy numbers, $100,000 that month, mm-hmm. anything above that, once again, that's where payroll's at 20%. Anything above that, they get 10% of whatever profit we do above that. Wow. So they have ownership in the practice, right? Yeah. So they get ownership in that profit and and it drives them to be consistent with the daily bonus, which leads to the collections, which leads to ultimate empowerment and, you know, the sense of ownership that we have as business owners to make us want to work harder. That's right. No, that's so good because, um, it's it's almost profit sharing in a yeah. sense. And it's just a it's, it's it is profit sharing. It's just done a different right. way, and right. it it helps them understand that they are entrepreneurs. They're intrapreneurs, right? They're within the yeah. organization. They have opportunities. They're here to serve the. You know, I take my car to an auto repair shop. Been doing it for twenty years. And they do a similar thing. I mean, every time I take it in for an oil change, dude, I get this whole report. They go, Michael. Here are the 17 things that your car should be having. Have you done this? Have you done this? Have you done that? Because we want you yeah. to be safe and reliable and blah, blah. Are you taking any trips? We need you. Wow. Never had anybody do that. They're looking out for my best. They're trying to drive profit. Right. But they're looking out for my best interest. And right. the, it's the same concept that your your people, you've trained them not to just, okay, we need a floss. We need a cavity. We need that. No, 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 no. We're, we're a different place. And I can only imagine that your your patients come in have a totally different experience than any other dental place, probably tell one or two of their friends and your business grows through referrals as well as marketing. Is that fair? Yeah. I haven't spent a dime on advertising in the last four years. (laughs) Say that again. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And it's all because we create that, that culture, not only in our team, but through our patients. Yes. So our patient culture, our 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 client culture is just as important as our team culture. And it's infectious, right? So coming from the music industry, right? You have to create another great book, Raving Fans. Yes. 
And when you create raving fans, you're going to attract more of those same people. Mm -hmm. You know, there, it doesn't matter if you have 20 dentists on the same street within a block of each other, people are going to come to you because of you and your team. Yeah. And so it's the same thing with any business, right? They needed to create a, or you need to create a raving fan and a raving fan base of your company. Um, and it's, it's just as much the, the patient culture. I, I, I'd harp on, um, you know, firing patients pretty hard, Yes. um, that do not fit that culture. Just as I would fire a team member, yeah. I fire patients and, and I have difficult conversations. I had three, two days ago mm -hmm. in the same day. I was like, look, you know, I want to make sure everything's okay. I'm empathetic when I approach them. Um, but at the same time, you know, we have a standard of care that we provide for you. I expect you to treat us with respect and and dignity as well and courtesy because we want to be able to continue this relationship. Right. Can you do that for me? Mm -hmm. And you know what? One left, not the right patient. It's okay. One apologized, and the other one is going to apologize too. Like so, it it weeds out the people you don't want, which alleviates headaches and stress, and it really trains and educates your clients to be the ideal person and it protects your team. Yes. They know you have their back and this is yep. not just lip service. Yep. Uh, Which increases your leadership and them following you. A hundred percent. And, and them telling everybody else, you won't believe what my boss did. Right. And yeah. like, what? it helps you get better employees who want to yeah. be part of that. And so you might be opening another practice area, you know, in, in another neighborhood because you've got people right. saying, I want to work for you. Can I work for you? Yep. So many things. And I love that. I love the line. No advertising in four years. Did y'all hear that? Go back, rewind this thing about three or four minutes and listen to that again. Because yeah. everybody I talk with, Kirk, is like, oh, I need more leads. And I got to go spend Facebook or LinkedIn. Or It's like, time out, time out. No. Let's build this first. Build the foundation. Build the culture. Have the vision. Because that culture wouldn't have been built had it not been your vision. Right. How do you, how do you help people? start to get that vision because the law of the lid, John wrote that for a reason yeah. because most people have a really small lid. <laughs> How do you help business owners kind of start lifting that lid a little bit? What are what's some tips you can give some people who are like stuck? Yeah, man. I, I mean, the first thing without sounding too cliche is to get a coach. Yeah. Amen. I mean, it is, I, I have had coaches for years. I mean, I have three right now mm -hmm. <laughs> for different things. Yeah. Um, and, and I'm coaching as well. And my coaches have coaches and, you know, like John Maxwell has a coach, you know, yeah. everybody who is on a certain level has somebody to push their limiting beliefs yeah. of what is possible, yeah. right? You don't know what you don't know. And especially in dentistry, it's very isolating. Mm -hmm. And especially when you're the top dog, there's nobody around you. you it's very competitive, you know, what yeah. people think anyway. Uh, you don't want to tell people your numbers or like, oh man, they're going to take my patience if they know my secret sauce. I'm like, no, they're not. <laughs> they're not. Let's collaborate. Yeah. Um, but, you know, obviously hiring a coach, uh, you know, to be able to see things from a 30,000 foot view, if they're in a cornfield and, and you can just say very clearly that you can see if you take five paces to your left, your world is going to open up. Yeah. You're no longer in the weeds. Yeah. Like you can get there. Um, things like that, that you just, you just don't know what you don't know right. and you can't see what you can't see. And so you have somebody objectively and unemotionally tied to what you're doing 
to give you the information you really need and to right. open up those barriers. Um, so number one, a coach. Number two, man, develop those leadership skills. Yeah. You know, read books like The Go-Giver, like Extreme Ownership, The Compound Effect, The Pumpkin Plan. There's so many, yeah. so cool. many um, to increase your lid, um, to develop as a leader, find little nuggets and practice them with people. Um, get rid of fear. Fear is what really holds us back. That's the reason why most people have a low lid is because they're afraid right. of what am I going to do if I fail? Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you a quote that my that one of my first mentors uh, in passing said to me. I he had he had built this massive financial company and was doing really well and, and he was like, "Kirk, you're going to fail." Uh, okay. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Hello, I'm Kirk. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that was his first words to me. Wow. Kirk, you're going to fail. And then he leaned in and said, "Fail faster." Wow fail faster than anyone else and you're going to succeed faster than anyone else. Mm-hmm. So good. And it's, you know, entrepreneurship and business ownership in general, like even if you're a solopreneur, you're going to have failure. Anybody in life is going to have failure. And it's through those failures that we learn. And in those valleys that we learn and those decisions we make in those valleys is what determines how high of a peak we come up next. Yeah. Yeah, so good. I I've been uh, listening to and reading Tony Robbins. Yeah. He's he's really helped me on this because he's like, there is no such thing as failure. There are only results. Yeah, you do something, you fail. No, I got a result. Well, that didn't work out. Okay, let's try. It. And it really that and his other phrases is no event has any meaning at all except the meaning I give to it. Yep. And and those two together have really helped me just go. That's okay. Let's go. Well, okay, that didn't work. Let's go. All right. But I think you're right. Business owners are scared for lots of reasons, and they don't need to be. They need somebody like you, another coach somewhere just to say, come on, I've been there. Let's go pick it up. It's okay. Because our teams need that. Our our community needs that. Our our clients need that. And when you can pick your head up and look up and have hope and walk by faith, everything gets better. Doesn't mean it's going to be easy. Yeah. But it's but we're all looking for leadership. Yeah. And 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 to be honest. The only thing we can't do is nothing. Say that again. The only say that again. The only thing we can't do is nothing. I like it. Dude, that should be like on one of those success posters. The only thing we can't do is nothing. You're right, because we're always doing something, aren't we? Yeah. And that's that's amazing. So how do you work with business owners and dentists and things? What do you what kind of a uh, do you do coaching group work? What I mean, what is it? Sure. So yeah, I mean, I do one-on-one coaching. I I love it. I love the intimacy of it uh, and the personalization of it because nobody is the same. Uh, Nothing is cookie cutter. And obviously I see similar things happen uh, over and over again. Uh, But even before I started coaching Dennis, I mean, I was, I was helping business owners in general because I just love business. I love numbers. I love getting people out of their comfort zones and, and pushing their limiting beliefs. Um, So, so really I just, I just enjoy business strategy. Mm-hmm. Uh, because once again, like Tony Robbins, and that's the reason why he's one of the most successful coaches ever is because he just helps you through those limiting beliefs by just asking some simple questions. Because at the end of the day, like most people know what they should be doing, right? They're just not doing it. And they have no accountability to keep them moving forward. 
uh, which is why I have coaches. It's like yeah. I'm a coach, but I still have fears and I still have limiting beliefs right. of what's possible. And so they pushed me like, look, you know, I, I had a goal for this year and my coach was like, yeah, let's let's 5X that this year. I was like, uh, no, that's <laughs> uncomfortable. And I told him, I was like, look, I understand why you're saying that. I can do that, but I know my comfort level. Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, forget your comfort levels. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Like, ah. <laughs> yeah, but but that that's the sticking point many times is this, because it's your comfort level is that belief part that Jesus was talking about. Do you believe that you can actually get there Okay, I got to get past this. Like, all right, guess what? I'm already there. Now mm -hmm. I have to just do the work to get there. In my mind, I'm there. Once your mind is there and you're set and you believe it, the rest takes care of. I mean, there's work, but it takes care of itself because the going back to your cornfield thing, your coach just moved you five paces yeah. left. Yeah, and it has. It's really opened up. You know, yeah. once you believe it and start down that path and have very, you know, very clear action steps. Yeah, then it makes sense. Totally. It totally is. You would never get there without a coach. Yeah. I, I preach that to my team, to my audience all the time. You need a coach. I've got multiple coaches in my business who speak into my business because they, they can see my business much more clearly than I can see my business, right? Yeah. I can see your business super clear. That's why we need coaches. Yeah. How does, man, this has been amazing. We could go on for hours, I think. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, how does somebody get if they're if they're sitting here going, man, this is resonating. I like this. I want to learn more about you and, and think how where would they get a hold of you? What's the next step for somebody? Sure. So uh, Instagram, I am all over Instagram. I okay. my fingers are burning every day just talking to people uh, for free. I mean, it's just you know just tips and tricks. Um, so at Kirk Teachout, I'm sure you'll have them in the show notes. Um, yeah. But if it is a dentist, then I do have a document that talks about the seven steps of how we created seven figures okay. on just three days a week at the sevenfiguredentist.com. Okay. I'm um, spelling out seven. And, um, you know, if not, I'm on LinkedIn, Facebook, all the things, you know, just search me. I'm there. Okay. You can find him, Kirk Teachout, just like it sounds. Yes. And he will be able to, uh, teach you out of your limiting beliefs and help you yes. grow your business. How about that? Um, and, man, this has been lots of fun. I love what you, I love your passion and how you've just uh, really built a, a, an extreme culture of mm. care, um, of, of servanthood. And it, and it plays out in how you're serving your clients, obviously because the business continues to grow. And the fact that your mom and your wife wants to be a stay-at-home mom and a dentist, and it's possible. It's not a either or. It is a both and. When you have the right. vision and you build the team, you have the culture, it all works out. Kirk is going to be able to help you figure things out in your business. Reach out to him. Go go find him on social media. I'll have some links in the, in the show notes. And um, we all need a coach, and I think Kirk would be a phenomenal one for you. Kirk, man, thank you. Thank you for being my guest. Thanks for – um, just doing what you do and, and being who you are to make a difference in, in this world. Thank you, sir. Yeah. Thanks for having me, Michael. Thanks for listening to Expert Speak with Michael DeLon. If what you've heard today was helpful to you, reach out to our expert guest and see how they can serve you to bring you more success, freedom, and purpose in your life.